Stay inspired on the go with Springboard Zone, an inspirational podcast from internationally acclaimed executive coaches, authors and ministers, Albert and Comfort Okran. You will be inspired and challenged with strategies to consistently reach for new heights. And now, today's message by Reverend Albert Okran. Tonight, if you have a God-given talent that you have only seen as a hobby, you will find out how to use that talent to start a business or earn a living. And whilst we are at it, if you have questions about the subject of talents and business, send them to us on, to us on WhatsApp 0244340437, or 1422 across networks on SMS. You can also post them on our Facebook wall, facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy. In our Ten Commandments segment, we look at ten ways to bounce back from defeat. If you are a Manchester United supporter or to a lower extent an Arsenal supporter, you don't want to miss that segment. Ten ways to bounce back from defeat. Ahead of the Cry Youth Summit this weekend, I host three of the emerging leaders who will be speaking at that event, Jeremiah Boabin, Bernard Kel- Kelvin Clive, and Mabel Simpson will join me in the discussion on talents as we look also at the upcoming summit. Also, if you have a talented and articulate teenager in your home, you may want to find out how they could end up in summer school at the African Leadership Academy in South Africa this long vacation. You don't want to miss that one. Stay tuned because your 15 to 19-year-old child or cousin or nephew or niece or whatever could be on their way to South Africa this long vacation for a 19-day summer camp meeting with leaders, young leaders from across the world. It's a packed hour and it's your virtual university right here on Springboard on Joy 99.7 FM. Let's start today's scripture, and it's about talents. And let me invite you to post the scripture, the chapter, and the book, as usual, on my Facebook page. I will be giving the first person to post this, the correct answer, a book on talents. Later in the main message, I'll be mentioning three books. And the first person to identify the three titles and post them on my Facebook page will win a set of all the three books. So make sure you listen very attentively during the main message. So here is the Bible verse. It says, every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and comes down from the Father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow of turning. Where can this verse be found? The very first person to post it on my Facebook wall wins a copy of the book on talents. Right. Springboard is a thematic radio seminar committed to raising a new generation of African leaders and executives using the medium of human capital development. This broadcast is put together by Legacy and Legacy, your preferred choice world-class corporate training, and your superstation joy 99.7 FM is always brought to you by the kind Kessie of EcoBank, the Pan-African Bank. My name is Albert Okran, and from now till you graduate at 8 p.m., your personal value is bound to shoot up. Working with me on this broadcast is my virtual academic board head, headed by Comfort the Registrar with Matthew and Ignatius right here on Joy 99.7 FM. Talking about EcoBank, we would like to remind you of the toll-free number to call EcoBank at all times. The number is 3225. The short code is absolutely free, easy to remember, and available 24-7. Call EcoBank on the short code 3225 for free from your MTN, Airtel, or Vodafone line today. 
Ecobank is the Pan-African Bank. I'll take a brief commercial break. When I come back, let's talk about talents right here on your virtual university. Please don't go away. Joy 99.7 FM. At Ecobank, we see a great future. With over 1,000 branches across 33 African countries. The future connects you wherever you go with cards and internet banking. And lets you transfer money straight from your heart to your loved ones. So wherever life takes you, we're there to help. The future is Pan-African. And Echobank is the Pan-African bank. Indeed, the future is Pan-African. And as we look at our talents and abilities this evening... I trust that you will find some useful lessons that would help you take your talent all the way to the top. Whatever it is that you are gifted in, whether it's a literary ability or whatever, find how to use it to create a business. A talent is meant to give you an advantage. Let's cross over to Takrade as we, um, after the recently ended springboard event, and let's find out how you can take your talent all the way to the top and use it to start a business or earn a living. Please stay with us. Joy 99.7 FM. Building a business around your talent. The theme for Springboard is repositioning. And so when I talk about building a business around your talent, I am presuming that for many of us, the idea of using our talent as a business may not even have occurred to us. And so the repositioning lies in the fact that I am challenging you to change your position in order to create new opportunities or gain an advantage. It is a fact that many of us see our talents as hobbies or something we just know that we are good at. But I am convinced beyond every shadow of doubt that there is a reason why God gave you that talent. There is a reason why God gave you that unique ability. There is a reason why you are interested in that particular field, that particular area, and you have a natural ability that you sometimes cannot even explain. Every one of us has a talent, an ability, something that you don't struggle to do, something that people call a gift from God. There is no one who doesn't have a talent. Indeed, you will find out, especially as you read this book, The Five Talent Mentality, that many of us are actually multi-talented. And it's not a bad thing. I believe, however, that among all the talents you have, there is a lead talent that can open the door for the rest to follow. After all, when you shoot an arrow, the whole arrow doesn't enter the target. There is a sharp point that enters and opens up the space for the rest. Having said that, let me introduce to you four Ghanaians that you know that have different talents, but one thing in common. I'm sure that if I give you the chance, you can identify these four wonderful people. Can you? All right, let's go at it. Number one. Pardon? Well, you are calling different names. 
Some are calling Swagger Papa. But his name is Funny Face. Number two, Nadia Buari. Number three, Koja Samoa. Number four, Kobna Kobna. All these are talented people. And whether you like it or not, they are global icons. You mention their names in Switzerland. Mention their names in Germany. Put up their poster in, in Russia. And people will know them there. These are global icons. And so, in putting up these pictures, my mind is around the fact that wealth is often a function of talent plus enablers. Talent plus enablers. Let me submit to you that there are people in Ghana playing football on the new Takrade Park who play ball better than Kujar Samoa. I can assure you without any shadow of doubt that there are comedians performing at Market Circle every morning who are more talented than Funny Face. I believe with all my heart that there are people who play Bobobo music or Palogo music in some village somewhere who are more talented than Kobna Kobna. What is it that makes a person take a God-given talent and create wealth with it? That is the subject of my presentation tonight. Let me walk you through what I call the 10 steps on the journey from talent to wealth. My premise is the fact that everyone has a talent. That is a given. But in creating wealth with your talent, what are the 10 key things you will need to do? And this applies to everyone, mindless of whether your talent is a literary talent, an artistic talent, a sporting or physical talent, a technical ability, an organizational ability, educational, inspirational, whatever you find yourself doing. Number one, if you will create wealth from your talent, you must first identify your unique talent, your God-given ability, that aptitude that you have, you need to identify it. Identification hinges around asking critical questions like what comes to you naturally? What will you do even if you were not paid for it? What is it that others struggle to do but you just latch onto it and it gets done? What is it that gives you fulfillment? What is it that when you commit few or a little resources to, you end up creating great results? When you are talented in something, little becomes much. When you are talented in something, your results are often seemingly effortless. Identify your unique talent. And let me once again recommend this book, Five Talent Mentality, especially for those who think you know so many things, but you don't know which one of them is the lead one. This book will help you find it. The second thing you need to do is even more important, because what is the use of a talent without a connection to a marketplace? And so... The second point is scan the environment. Look around for opportunities. Every problem, every complaint on the radio, every situation that embarrasses you, everything that annoys you, inherent in that thing is an opportunity. The things that annoy you are springboards to wealth creation. The things that you see and you think they could be better, don't look around for some government, somebody to act on it. That could be the trigger point for starting a business to create wealth and solve some problems. After all, every business 
is a solution to a problem that existed before. Scan the environment. Critically look for opportunities. Let me say that in looking for opportunities, they will not come saying, here I am, I am opportunity. They often look like problems that cannot be solved, but some kind of application, some kind of approach ends up observing that in those problems also are opportunities. How do you do that? And that brings me to my third point. Discover your target market. If you will create opportunities in the environment, you need to look for people whose need your talent can meet. It is a fact that some people are so passionate about football that they would go to the stadium, they would buy a Go TV decoder, they would watch all the matches, they would invest in the original jersey of their football club, and they would cry when their club loses. But there are others who really can't be bothered. And so you need to know those you are sent to. You cannot possibly solve everyone's problem. And to be able to discover your target market, you need to ask questions and gather information. I love the biblical example of David who asked, what shall be done for the man who kills this Goliath? Everyone was running. He was asking questions. The things that other people run away from, stop and ask questions. What would you like? How would you like it? If somebody did this, would you buy? Ask questions. Questions are a key to creating wealth. The questions you answer and the questions you ask are an indication of your readiness to create wealth. Number four, don't despise small beginnings. It was heartwarming to hear both George and Cicelo talk about small beginnings. And I love the part. I just got fired up, Cicelo, when you mentioned the fact that you were given an assignment that did not look like something that would lead to a promotion. There was no promise. There was no condition attached to it. And you delivered it to your very best. And left it and went on. And you were called back and told that because of that assignment you did some time ago, somebody has recommended you to become managing director. That's what it's all about. Don't always look for that big platform. Wherever you are, start from there. You say you want to become a multinational, big time, international motivational speaker. For 10 years, all I did was speak to young people in my church about career guidance. I'm sure many of them didn't even understand what it was all about. But it allowed me to make mistakes. I kept doing it week after week. I would call them sometimes just three people and speak to them as if they were 3,000. It works. Develop your talent on the small stage. When you get onto the big stage, you would have developed yourself. Don't wait for that big platform. And when you get there and you are not prepared, you will come crashing back to the ground. Give a hundred percent plus at every stage. Number five, invest time, effort, and money at becoming the very best. It is a contradiction to say you believe in something and you don't put your money in it. It is difficult to convince anyone if you tell somebody, I love you. And you don't invest time. You don't invest money. 
you don't invest effort, I tell you something. Your love will be questioned. Oh, my wife is here. She will tell you. I think she's the most beautiful woman in the whole world. And I've told her for 20 years and I'm still not tired of telling her. Young men, some kind of things is not only prayer, okay? Open your mouth and speak. <laughs> Invest time. Take time. Put time in the thing. Early morning, you are rehearsing. Afternoon, you are rehearsing. Put time in the thing. Invest time. Invest effort. Invest money. Let me speak to somebody at the back. Listen to me. If you want to become a big time musical icon, they say, Sissy Winans has come to perform. You won't go. Ron Kenoli has come. You won't go. Kirk Franklin has come. You won't go. And you are sitting in your room and you want to be world class. Please, go and buy a ticket. Sit in front. Go with your iPad. Don't take pictures like spectators. Take pictures like an investor. Sit in front. Watch how they come on stage. Watch how they dress. Write notes. Label the picture. Diagrams. It doesn't come cheap. Invest. Take life a bit more seriously. The difference between success and failure is so thin, it's scary. Believe me. I went to school with people who were far more intelligent, far more eloquent. They were prefects. I never became a prefect. I was not known for anything. But the difference between success and failure is very often little choices that you don't even pay attention to. But little can become big if we do it right. Let me graciously ask these two seniors to come up stage. Let me just demonstrate something. With your kind permission, two very honorable gentlemen, please come up stage. Come, 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 climb up stage. Come stand here. And so, imagine that after springboard tonight, come and stand here. After springboard tonight, the two of you are so fired up, stand next to him. Shoulders up next to him. These are two. <laughs> Wonderful. Now watch this. Imagine that after springboard tomorrow morning, these guys go home so fired up. Great opportunity. Excellent presentations. Nice time. And, please, no offense, man. You are a star assurance. You are a motivational speaker and investor. Okay. So, let's say tomorrow the insurance man wakes up and says, Ah, springboard. That's why I like springboard. It was so nice. And that's nothing. And then imagine that the motivational speaker does a one degree shift. No, it's too big. One degree. You will not even see it immediately. But he either wakes up an hour earlier to read. He begins to build his networks. Or he does something different from what he was doing before. If they meet tomorrow, they will still be talking about how much fun Springboard was. But guess what? If he begins to walk, just walk straight, and then you, with that one degree, just walk in the direction in which you are walking. Now watch. Start walking. One. Walk. Walk forward. Two. Walk. Three. What is happening? Can you see the difference? With every step they take, the gap begins to widen. Initially, it was one degree, something very small. But every day, time expands the difference between the person who acts and the person who stands there doing nothing. Thank you very much for your attention. Clap for them as they go back to their seats.
My dear friends, if somebody can buy a book today, if somebody can stay up all night calculating your 20 year plan, if somebody can wake up tomorrow a bit earlier than usual, if somebody can begin to manage your time better as a result of these CEOs investing in Springboard today, then we can really talk about repositioning. Number five, invest time, effort, and money. Number six, package and brand yourself and your services as world class. I am, a, I am obsessed with packaging and personal branding. I believe that the difference between the Sekendita Karate or Takradi New Town footballer and Kuja Samwa is packaging and branding. If you have not packaged your gift, when you say, give me 100 CDs, they will say, what? I, I mean, my heart bled prof when I heard that the referee who was killed by the mob was paid 20 CDs for refereeing that much. 20 Ghana CDs per match. Do you know how much these footballers we pay to watch earn a week? In the latest contract signed by Wayne Rooney, he earns 300,000 pounds a week. And you are breaking your legs at Midyama. <laughs> May the Lord help you to package yourself. <laughs> Friends, listen, packaging is not, is not a mystery. This book is called Personal Branding. It gives you seven platforms on which you can brand yourself. I have gone to a village in Germany, a, a remote place in Germany. Somebody saw me and said, hey, I've seen you on TV. Several times the guy knelt down. You know the Alata the, um, greeting, the one they lie on the floor. I said, hey, please stand up, I beg you. But to him, he was just greeting somebody he had seen on television. I've sat on a plane before with somebody who was so obsessed with reading my book that he would not mind the passenger next to him who is disturbing him. And I asked myself, if he knew who was sitting next to him, he will put the book aside and speak to the author. <laughs> when you brand yourself, your talent will take you where your degrees cannot take you. Let me speak to somebody here and challenge you that there may be a gift you have that you are taking for granted, but that gift is God's opportunity for you to go global. And so, brand yourself, package yourself as a world-class person. Packaging includes the way you write your CV. It includes the way you present your proposal. Some of you write frightening, mind-boggling, life-threatening English. <laughs> it's true. It's, it's, it's a travesty of justice to employ somebody with a university degree who can string together one paragraph without errors. Isn't it a case that we can allow ourselves to sharpen our language a bit more? Can we do that? Can we do that? Tell somebody, mind your language. Tell the next person, mind your language. Tell the person, especially you. Are you enjoying yourself? Come on, why don't you put your hands together? Number seven. Publicize your talent and your services. Publicize your talent 
and your services. Build a network. Connect with people. There are rich people, important people, emerging leaders around this place. Break time. Don't stick with your roommate alone. The same person. You're always talking to the same person. Befriend somebody. Say hello. Introduce yourself. You may never know. You go on social media. Connect with people. Don't only put your latest dish. Um, it's amazing how a platform that God has given us to publicize ourselves, we choose to publicize the worst of ourselves. Kafu and I are working on a project, and he's been evaluated for a big-time opportunity. Interestingly, the people working with him on the project have gone back to check his Facebook for the past two years. Imagine if they went and he had frivolous postings himself, half-dressed, saying all kinds of rubbish, they won't take you serious. Don't tell me that they will see it as a joke. It's not a joke. Go back and check your Facebook postings. If there are some things that are not befitting of your name, just take them off. <laughs> Talking about publicity, this book called Zafnatpania is about from prison to the palace. It tells you how a young man in prison thought he deserved better. But instead of complaining, he began to catch people and use his talent to help them. He will solve your problem and say, when you, wherever you go, remember me. Tell somebody, remember me. <laughs> you may never know who will remember you. He kept telling everybody, remember me, remember me, remember me. And then after they went, most of them forgot. But one day, one of them got into trouble and remembered him. Somebody will remember you one day. <laughs> if you use your talent, somebody will remember you. So publicize your talent. Tell people what you know how to do. Number eight, strategically market and distribute your services. One of the worst things you can do to yourself is to publicize something and then not take charge of the marketing and distribution. They are different. People can hear about your product but not get access to it. And so the critical decisions around pricing, Placement, distribution, you must take charge. What's the point in writing a, 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 a book or composing a song if you don't take charge of distributing it? Market your products. Number nine, manage your cash flow. Sacrifice for your dream. Talented people, especially those who are extremely gifted, sometimes don't respect money. Because they do, in their opinion, so little to get money, they tend to have a frivolous outlook around money. But you see, you have to respect money. And always treat money not as an end, but a means to an even greater end. And so don't spend money, as they say, by heart. Invest it. Think about tomorrow. Some talents have a time span. Like sporting talents, there will be an age in your life where you cannot run again and cannot play again. And so plan for the long term. Plan what you will do after your career terminates in 12 years. You are designing a consulting platform and then you are designing a real estate plan. Plan and then manage the cash. Don't just blow it as they see. Let me conclude by saying that in all these things, 
you will face some difficulty. I've painted a beautiful picture about how a talent will create wealth. But in the course of this journey, I may not have gotten the time to tell you about the struggles I faced. I may not have gotten time to tell you about the rejection that I sometimes faced. I'm telling you about the beautiful mountain top. But the encouragement I bring you is also that in spite of the fact that there may be difficulties, if you persist and apply these principles, you will get there. So enjoy the journey. Number 10, just enjoy the journey. Enjoy the good parts. Enjoy the bad parts. But keep moving. And it's my prayer, my desire, my hope, my belief that several of you here will discover your God-given talent, will invest in it, and go on to become the global icon you were meant to be. Thank you. God bless you. Joy, joy, joy I love this station. It is 29 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is Springboard, your virtual university. As promised, this discussion about turning your talent into a business or earning a living around your talent. I have three wonderful guests in the studio tonight, and I'm going to take a brief musical break. When I come back, let's talk. How do you take a talent, an ability, something you are excited about, and take it all the way to the top? Let's talk. Which of the 10 things we shared is touching you, pricking you, provoking you, staring you up the most tonight. It's right here on your virtual university. You're talking about talents and how to turn them into a business. This is Springboard your Virtual University. We are talking about talents tonight and still talking about talents. If you are a dynamic and self-motivated student ready to develop your leadership skills for future advantage, this is your time to shine on the global stage. And if you are a parent with a talented, excited, or dynamic young teenager 15 to 19 years in your home. This is something you must listen to. The Springboard Ratio Foundation in partnership with the African Leadership Academy is offering two scholarships to deserving students between the ages of 15 and 19 to participate in the July to August edition of the Global Scholars Program in Johannesburg, South Africa. It's an intensive 19-day summer youth camp for a select group of secondary school students from across the world. How do you apply? Just download a GSP application form on springboard.com.gh just go to our website springboard.com.gh and download the application form number two write a 500 word essay on the topic how i will use my talent to affect one million people in my generation if you came for any of the editions of team prenership this is something that you should do like water water because we've thought this over and over again how i will use my talent to affect one million people in my generation and that is the essay you must write 500 words that's about a page and a half or so Number three, attach a copy of your most current CV and passport size picture and mail all three to info at springboard.com.gh by 6 p.m. on Monday, the 21st of April. That gives you about four weeks to get this done. Monday, 21st, April 2014 is the deadline. We will compile the entries, shortlist them. We'll have a radio exposure and then a panel selection process and we will select the final two students who will be heading to South Africa. Alternatively, you can post your entry to the private mailbox KD43 Kanda Accra. If you like snail mail, PMB KD43 Kanda Accra. For more information, just visit springboard.com.gh or call the hotline 024 or 0544315163. It's all about talent right now on your virtual university. And if you listen to the message that was 
that was shared is one of several messages that were shared on the Springboard 2014 Roadshow. And if you want the selection, those who have been asking incessantly for a collection of all the messages that were shared on Springboard, they are available at the front desk of Joy 99.7 FM and other sales points. Just call the same hotline for directions about where to find the MP3 of Springboard 2014. And so I have three talented emerging leaders in the studio, and I'm going to find out from them what they think about talents and business. I have Jeremiah Boabing, who's an author and a speaker. I have Bernard Kelvin Clive, who's also a speaker. Bernard does so many things, and I love the things he does online. He makes things happen in the online world. I also, I also have Mabel Simpson. Mabel does accessories. She says everything. I didn't, I, I wanted to ask her about <laughs> Mabel says everything apart from clothes, all accessories. We'll talk about what she does and what she doesn't do right here on air, but Mabel, Jeremiah, Bernard, welcome to Springboard. Thank you. Thank you. Good to see you all. Yeah, good to see you too. Let's start talking about talent. Let me start with you, Bernard. Talent and business. Is it too ambitious to think about turning your talent into a business? I think it's, it's just the right thing to do. That's the right thing to do. And when you're able to map that properly with the points you've been listed, it's bring one of the most important things in life, that is fulfillment. Because it doesn't hinge on your talents, you miss the mark in life. Tell me about your your own use of talent and which of the ten points that I shared connects to you the most. I know I know you probably will say that uh, uh, quite a number of them do, but for you, for you and what you do, which of the ten points really represents or or touches base with what you do and reminds you of how you've been able to use a talent on the professional from, level? From from the ten points, I like. 2.2 and 7. I think 7 and also 8 are almost the same. Uh, but I like point 2. It's, you said I scan the environment and you look for critical opportunities. And one of the things that stop most youth is you wait for opportunities. But for me, and what I've done so far, like you you create the opportunities by working your talent. So put it into practice. You're not waiting for an exposure. You're not waiting for someone to pick you. You pick yourself. You start sharing or teaching or leveraging the little environment that you have. And the points uh, seven that talk about publicize your talents and services. In an area of seven, like if I'm, I'm a speaker, I'm an all-time writer, and you use the online platform, a huge way to leverage your giftings and talents without waiting for anyone to be picked. So if I'm a footballer, I put my, my, my little skills that I do on YouTube. People can watch and see that this person is good. You can be picked as an author. Not waiting for a publisher to pick me. I put my product on Amazon. People find the product. You can get in touch with the author. So in this age, you are picking yourself. You are publicizing what you do and what I do. So these are the things that I've used or still do use without waiting for anyone to pick me or appoint me. So I create the opportunity by, by virtue of the resources that I have available. Right. Let's go to you, Mabel. Let's talk about how people get to know about your accessories. I, 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 I presume that you've done this for a couple of years? Yes, I have. How many years now? It's about three and a half years now. What's the experience been like, starting from where you, the inception point and now? I, 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 I presume that many more people know about you now than they did three and a half years ago. Yes. How did you bring your service to the attention of people? Um, for me, I think I used I used and used social media a lot because when I started, I didn't have the money to you know build a website, and there was Facebook. So I remember putting the first picture up on Facebook, and that's how I've been selling till I um, I built my own online shop. So social media has been good, and then through recommendations. 
map map it out for me. So you put out for for context. Give me an idea about the products that you deal in. I make handmade accessories. That's handbags, shoes, laptop bags, iPad mm-hmm. cases, everything with the African print. I mean, it's a combination of the African print and leather and other materials. And for me, I mean, when I started then, I mean, it, the African print wasn't really in vogue then. It was my aim to promote made in Ghana products, quality made in Ghana products. So putting it out there, I mean, I studied visual arts in school. And I mean, in one of your points, you spoke about um, packaging and then branding. And that's what really worked for me because I made sure that every um, picture that I was putting out there was well taken you know it's well branded so that you attract the international audience as well you're just not targeting you know just the Ghanaian community yes you've moved all the way to having your own online shop describe the experience of an online shop how, how, how have you done it the online shop came about um, I had I had a normal website but then the online shop came about after um, my feature on the BBC because then I had a lot of international calls coming through people needed the product so then I realized that okay it's best to have an online shop and um, it's doing well internationally but not locally because I feel that Ghanaians still don't get the whole online thing we are used to oh send me a picture through WhatsApp and then let me buy the product but it's it's been um, it's been good because then you know which areas to target, which areas to push at. Yeah. You do this full time. I do this full time. Bernard, you also do it full time. Yeah. Jeremiah, you want you you speaking as a full time profession. What was the trigger point for you to go into speaking? Well, um, I started my life with a lot of hunger for knowledge. So. Especially in high school, I was reading everything my hand could, could find. I was a science student, but I was reading more philosophy, reading more motivational books. So eventually, in my final year specifically, I got the impression that I was very interested in helping people succeed, inspiring people, encouraging people. So after I read Stephen Covey's Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, I felt that, no, I want to spend my life doing this. So I started going class to class, speaking to my mates, speaking to my genius, encouraging them to grow their gift, came out of school, started doing it and realize that I really want to do this with my life. So why don't I build this thing as a full-time career? So that's what I've been up to. What are the, the difficult obstacles you've had to, to, to surmount? Well, uh, if, you're, if you're, you're 17 years old and you're beginning a career as a speaker, I mean, the first question is, what have you seen in life for you to think that you can inspire people? And uh, uh, the point is, it's, it's very simple. If I've grown from 17 to 25, and I've become a person that people like to invite to your conferences, then certainly there's something I have to say. What have I been able to do right with my own life that makes people believe in resties, I mean, conferences, many churches believe that there's something I need to tell them, so I just come and say them. So, I mean, the whole challenge was a, an issue about age. And then people ask the question, what have you achieved? Very simple. I don't need to build a multi-million dollar business before I can speak to people. Why? That's not my calling. I believe God has given me the gift to inspire people, to encourage people. So instead of going to work as a businessman or something else, if I can, or become a motivational speaker, I believe in straight lines. If you find your purpose, go straight to it. There's no point going to jump in points B and C where you know that A is what you're called to do. So growing my gift, developing it, and making sure that every time I'm called upon to deliver on any platform, I deliver at a certain quality or level, then I know that I have something to share with my audience. Of the 10 things that I shared, which one connects you the most? It's actually difficult to pick 
the my my favorite, but I think that the most important thing I caught from it was growing your gift in small places, because many times people have a gift, an idea, a talent, and they they are aspiring to just put the gift on a world class stage. So I hear people people send me messages on Facebook all the time or give me calls and say, oh, I want to speak on your conference. I want to be a speaker. I want to speak on your conference. I said, where and where have you spoken before? They said, I've spoken in my church. I've spoken in the school and I've spoken. I've done my, one conference. I said, look, you've done three speaking engagements. How do you, even hundred speaking engagements is not enough to make you an average speaker. So you, you need to build your gifts in low places. If you want to be a speaker, accept little opportunities. You have not even answered the question in class before, and you think that you're ready to be a public speaker. I mean, I read something interesting online a few days ago. Someone who was saying that when he was in school, he could he was more articulate than his friends. So he has written an article on Ten Commandments of Public Speaking. I said, wow, really? You think that just answering questions in class makes you an expert to speak on the service of public speaking? But it's funny, so people should know that if I have a gift, an idea, a dream, I need to start cultivating it in low places before I take it to a stage, the high stage. Will this last point be a contradiction of your earlier point? Which was my... Um, the earlier point about you being able to discover what you want to do and go in all out for it. If the young man feels that he, hey, he can he can talk about public well, speaking, why Well, not? I think that, I mean, one of the things that you yourself have thought very strongly is earning the right to speak. Right. I mean, you start your gift in low places. For, for example, I have no right to tell people how to make a million to your talent. I haven't made a million yet. I believe in credibility. There must be something to show. So when I started speaking, I started talking about discovering your purpose. Because that's what I've done. I've discovered my purpose. I have a right to speak on it. Now, if I do a seminar to teach people how to speak in public, I have every right to do it. I've been on about 400 platforms across this country. So you need to build the right to speak. 14 minutes to the hour of 8 o'clock. This is Springboard, a virtual university. You're looking at how to turn your talent into a business. My guest, Jeremiah Bobbing, Bernard Kelvin Clive, and Mabel Simpson as we discuss talents and business. I have a couple of questions that have come through. Let me remind us that the winner of the, the contest to find the Bible verse was Patrick Gakpote on Facebook he sent the right scripture James one seventeen, and so that is the answer to the scripture I gave earlier on and James gets to win himself a book right and let me also remind you that before this program closes I'm going to give you 10 keys for bouncing back from defeat our 10 commandments segment will be at the tail end of the show but I have a question from Richard Ajiman writing on Facebook he says I'll be grateful if you can answer this question can a sales, can sales and marketing be someone's talent? If so, can someone with a first degree in statistics start a career in sales and marketing? Ben, let me give this to you. <laughs> What's your background, by the way? Um, we will. We did visual art. We went to tech. Right. <laughs> so I'm an art student. art student. You're, you're an art student yeah. and you are now an author? Yes. Of all the things you do, which one would you call your lead talent? Is it writing, speaking? Which of them is it? I think writing. Writing, yeah. Right. right. Someone will say, what has writing got to do with arts, visual arts? Creativity. <laughs> <laughs> Can someone say sales and marketing is a gift? It's a talent? It's yes and no. Yes, some have natural flair to talk or let me use the word to convince people. And, and sales and marketing is a skill which is learnable. Everyone can learn it. But if you have natural flair, you can polish it and make it better. So the person can work on it if you find it yourself that you can just do that with ease. Then add, add a lot of skill to it, polish and practice the point listed. You can then leverage on that in whatever you do. All right. Okay. Someone said that your your talent is God's gift to you. What you do with it is your gift back to God. So it's not just enough to have that talent. You also need to be able to leverage that talent 
and, and, and make it become a gift. I'm going to open the phone lines in a couple of minutes, but you, you folks have come together, a number of you, to do what is called a Cry Youth Summit, and we just w- would like to find out what, what this is all about and what you hope to achieve with it. It's just exciting to see an emerging class of speakers, talented people. You guys are doing what you're doing full time. Ten years ago, it wouldn't be it wouldn't be the case that Mega yeah. will be doing accessories. You'll be writing and and building websites and doing wonderful audio books and so on. Jeremiah will not be speaking and writing full time. So let me start with you, Jeremiah. What's the Accra Youth Summit for somebody listening out there? The, the concept of the Accra Youth Summit is very simple. We believe that too many times people berate the youth of this generation. I mean, many times you hear adults talking about young people and you're talking, t- talking about why we, are, why we are so misdirected, we have no vision. And I, I'm just seeking to prove that it's not true. That there are so many young people in this country who are doing awesome things with their lives. For example, I'm 25 years old. I've been speaking across this country. Nobody's talking about me. If I go and rob a bank today, it will become headline news. So the question is, why do we seem to be more interested in saying the wrong things about young people than saying the right things? So... The Akwai Summit is an effort to put the spotlight on young people who are doing awesome things with their gifts and their ideas. Let them come out and share their stories. And then also, won't be able to inspire more and more people to grow their gift. Because I'm looking at the big picture. If we can encourage more people to use their gift and make an impact while they are young, then it will, it will lead to a cumulative effect on the country and then we'll go somewhere else. Because we seem to think that government has the sole responsibility to go to this country. But if government does create great policies and the people don't take advantage of the policy, nothing happens. So how can we encourage people who have an idea, a gift, you are 18, you are 19, you are 20, you are 25, you are 30, and you want to set up something. I'm not bringing you a 50-year-old man who has retired. I'm bringing you a 22-year-old John Amma who has been named as 27th most influential Ghanaian. I'm bringing you a 28-year-old Gonibate who has built WebSort into a top IT company at the age of 28. I'm bringing you BKC, young people who have done awesome things with their gifts and therefore need to be heard. Ben, let's talk about let's talk about the how many of these resource persons you are putting on the show. How many people are you expecting to be on the show? Twenty-five young achievers. Right. We're expecting about average of five hundred people youth to right. be there. What, so, in terms of execution, what should the participants expect? A whole lot. We've, we've, we have the conference in, sec, in sections of where we have breakout sections, where we have uh, mentorship sections. Then we in different categories, IT, technology. Then you have one-on-one and also group discussion. So, it's not going to be just a mass of just talk people, but people where you can interact with their, their students. They can have hands-on, they have interaction. Like the, the section I will take about technology, and uh, technology and, and talent, how you can leverage that using technology. So Mabel goes in with uh, creativity in the art area, how you can do that as students. So we want them to have more practical feel in whatever we want to do on that day. Let's talk about the venue the venue and the, and the date and time. And then we'll open the phone lines and let's see what questions people have about talent. What's the venue of the summit? Venue, University of Ghana. Right. Yeah. And is this uh, coming Saturday? This Saturday 29th. Time? 8, 8 a.m. Prompts, 8 a.m. Yeah. all the way through till? Till like 5. Till like 5. <laughs> <laughs> Final question, Mabel. What, what, what will you be talking about at uh, the conference? For me, I love to inspire people, young people, especially women. And I believe that we are talking about talent. I believe that each and every one of us have inbuilt talent. It's up to us to discover it. I mean, I started my business with just 200 Ghana cities. You know, I resigned from my job. Not that I didn't have a job. I resigned from my job to... What were you doing before? Hmm. 
I've worked in this building before. <laughs> in the suite. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. yeah. So you did some media work as well? Yes, I right. did some media work. And, um, you know, it's it's just encouraging everything. You need to invest time. You need to invest money. You need to invest effort. And that's a lot of, and that's what a lot of young people, you know, don't know how to do or don't want to do. Right. So I just want to inspire people. The number to call if you want to call into the show, 030-221-6541. 030-221-6541. If you have a question about talent, just call into the show. Let's talk. How are you using your talent? Have you even discovered your talent? Are you thinking of turning your talent into a business? The number to call, 030-221-6541. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Hello, good evening. Yes, have a good evening. Your name, where are you calling from, please? Stephen from Manchester. Stephen, what would you call your God-given talent? Well, I, as of the moment, I'm developing my leadership abilities. Right. Yeah. Would you call that a talent? Yes, leadership is a talent. Right. So how is it reflected? Is it in your speaking? Is it in your writing? Is it in your management of people how is it reflecting Stephen? it must cut across in all fields right. you can't be good at one thing and it, and you know put that other things aside it all must right cut across. all right thank you very much zero three zero two two one six five four one hello good evening hello good evening hello good evening your name and where are you calling from please um salam calling from akachi salam do you have a talent that you know of yeah i have a talent i have the ability to talk and at least convince people to do you, the right thing. You have thing. the ability to talk and convince people? Yes. Wow. So are you using that talent to teach, to preach, to to sell? What are you using it for? Yeah, I'm, I'm doing two things right now. I'm teaching and I'm still, I'm also selling. You're selling? Yes. What do you sell? I sell a financial instrument, right. credit union policies. Right. We wish you yes. well. Keep listening to Springboard. We'll be talking a, a bit more about this this subject as we go along. Thank you very much. Zero three zero two two one six five four one. Hello, good evening. Fine. Good Your name, where are you calling from, please? I'm calling from Teshi Tebibiano. Did you say Teshi? Tebibiano. Tebibiano. Okay. Your name is? My name is Richard. Richard. Yes, Richard. So, what what would you call your talent? My talent. Your talent, yes. I, yeah, my talent is I communicate with people and um, the way I talk to. I'm, I'm head of customer service anyway and where I work and uh, I can see my talent of something which I learned for him one day becomes my talent alright my talent is so great yeah. alright we will, we will have another opportunity to do this again on talents and take it to a higher level. But before I come back to my guest to wrap up on this, let me remind you, if you are David Moyes or to a lower extent as in Venga, this could be helpful. Life has setbacks. We all feel exams lose investments, lose games, suffer setbacks in business or relationships. If you have suffered a setback in any way, shape, or form, here are 10 possible steps to recovery. It's our 10 commandments segment right here on Springboard, your virtual university. Number one, admission. Admit that you are in a mess. Number two, measurement. Measure the extent of your troubles. Number three, causes. Find out how you got there. Number four, plan. Design a plan to turn things around. Number five, resources. Mobilize the resources you need. Number six, networks. Surround yourself with the right people to support your plan. Number seven, action. Take 
firm decisive action number eight reinforcements introduce a set of reinforcing behaviors and actions number nine review set up milestones for the purpose of review and measurement as you go and number 10 prayer pray for divine intervention and restoration <laughs> those are your 10 points for bouncing back from defeat admission measurement courses plan resources networks action reinforcements review and prayer just find them on my facebook page or facebook.com forward slash legacy dot legacy this has been springboard virtual university we've been talking tonight about talents and also hanging out with my friends jeremiah bernard and mabel mabel let me give you your closing thoughts in a minute for those listening out there what would you say to them one thing to remember about talents Search within yourself, list down five things that you love to do, and then pick the one that when you do, you don't get bored easily with. The thing you love, the thing that doesn't bore you. Yeah. Okay, list five things, select the one that doesn't bore you. Bernard, make one thing, make it happen. It's not enough to just hear and talk, talk, talk. Make it happen. Jeremiah, one thing that people should know about talents. Your talent is the greatest opportunity to impact the world. If you really want to make a difference in the world, you have to find and use your gift to the highest level possible. Find and use your gift to the highest level possible. And who knows? At the, at the Cry Youth Summit this weekend, you, should, you could stumble upon something that God has placed in you to be able to use it to the highest level. Wherever you've been listening to us tonight, I trust that you have learned something that has added value to you on behalf of Comfort, Ignatius, and Matthew. Let me say thank you to you all for listening. This has been Springboard, your virtual university. God bless you. God bless you. And God bless you. Good night. Thank you for listening to Springboard Zone. An inspirational podcast by Albert and Comfort Okran. Like our Facebook and Twitter pages at Albert and E. Okran and Comfort Okran A for free resources and information about our itinerary, conferences and media broadcast. For speaking appointments, email albert.okran at icloud.com or SMS or WhatsApp us on plus 233 you may also subscribe to www.albertokran.com, amazon.com, or your favorite online bookstore for copies of our inspirational books and audiovisual materials. Until we come your way again, always remember, you are blessed indeed. No more, no more.